Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. It is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how we doing, brother? Uh, we're doing, man. We're doing. Uh, I'm ready to get to this wrestling talk, buddy. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We got quite a bit to cover. Uh, we're going to go ahead and make the quick announcement real quick that WWE does have Extreme Rules pay-per-view coming this weekend. Uh, it's on the 8th, so it's another Saturday event. I'm not... Uh, kind of wondering why it's always why? on Saturdays yeah. now, but interesting to say the least. Maybe they just don't want to have to keep Contend fighting with, with the NFL and stuff. The NFL. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what happens, of course. Um, but, hey, I'm looking forward to another one. And what's nice is it might actually be an Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I know, right? Every yeah. match has a stipulation. This is crazy, bro. I cannot wait to see it, man. It's great. I love it. So, anyways... Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so we're going to start off with some uh, AEW news. <laughs> All right, first off, uh, we're going to talk about some Stinger. That's right, the Sting Man. The franchise. The icon. <laughs> Sting is well aware his days are numbered. In an interview with Sports Illustrated, Sting discussed his upcoming match with the Great Muda that is a end-of-an-era match as the Great Muda retires after the match in Japan. The Great Muda and Sting have wrestled in a combined 152 matches together or as combatants across NWA, WCW, and New Japan Wrestling. Sting is appreciating his last act of his career and is taking nothing for granted. Cooper, your thoughts as Stinger makes the, not really a shocking announcement, he is 62, but kind of a, a little bit of a surprise, I guess. Kind of like, whoa, he is really thinking about this, this is probably close to the end now. Um... Not really a big shocker. I think for Sting, he wanted to go out on his terms. Uh-huh. And uh, what a great way to do it, right? I mean, great rivalry. Yeah. Um, they have so much history with each other. So uh, this really, it really makes him think, like, what more do I have left? You know what I mean? Right. If Muda's going to retire, what more do I have left to do? You know, we're... Not everybody's Ric Flair wanting to be 80 in the ring and, and taking bumps, okay? I mean, yeah. Ric Flair's already even said he might come back for another another match. So, yeah. I mean, if if we could get Ric Flair versus Sting for Sting's retirement, now that would be awesome. That would be very interesting. Of course, we know that uh, AEW kind of backed off of Ric Flair. Yeah. Um, after the reports came out from more that came from the incident on the airplane. But you know what I find a little bit just hilarious hmm. is, it, is it after all that happened, you know, and Triple H took over WWE, mm-hmm. guess who's back in the intro? Yeah, just Ric Flair. Ric Flair is back in the, the intro. Woo! Is back in so. video of him. So, yeah, I just, it's kind of. Um, you know, kind of melancholy. Melancholy. Uh, it's just like, you know, it's understandable. He is sixty-two. He has done, and he's had some really yeah. bad injuries yeah. too. I mean, we all thought that he was done after he was buckle bombed real hard um, by uh, Seth Rollins at Night of Champions. What was that in twenty fifteen? I believe it was something like that. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, 
that was unfortunate, you know, unfortunate thing. And, you know, everybody just thought it was over, which kind of sucked because everybody was kind of hoping we would get the icon versus <laughs> the, the Undertaker, the Undertaker yeah. you know. Um, but unfortunately, that just never came about. Oh, we got we got Triple H versus Sting, and that was a little... Like, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, you know, it's so cool. Like, I thought it was lackluster. I was like, this sucks. Yeah, I mean, they just made it out to be another ploy to make fun of the fact that they owned WCW, which was kind of dumb. Yeah. And I, I was just like, come on, man, you don't need to do that. Put on one of the great matches that we deserve, which would have been an Undertaker versus Sting match. Yeah. Because that's what everybody wanted. And not only that, but if you're going to have Triple H versus Sting, let Sting win, dude. Like I said, it was basically for it's WWE the, yeah. to show that they were the co-champion, basically. The top thing. and it, It's dumb. But, yeah, it's interesting, though. It's going to be kind of solemn. And, you know, hopefully... What do you think, though? Do you think AEW honors Sting by letting him go out as at least maybe the TNT champion? I don't know, man. Uh, I do think, though, that if if they have an introduction of a Hall of Fame thing, Maybe staying in the Hall of Fame with AEW? No, wouldn't be too bad. I mean... But I'm just saying, you know, maybe give him a little run as TNT champion. I don't know if you can do AEW champion, but... Yeah. I mean, TNT champion, just, like, let him win it. Yeah, why not, right? I mean, it's not like that's a big deal. I mean, it's your mid-card title. It's not like it's... Yeah. Oh, my God, we gave him the top championship. Why did we do that kind of thing? Why did we do that? He's leaving. Yeah. No, but, I mean... You know, a little run for TNT champion I don't think would be a bother for a lot of people. And, uh, you know, just to see him as champion one more time would probably be nice for a way, good way for him to eventually go out and say, hey, I've done it everywhere. Definitely, man. Except for, you know, he wasn't ever WWE championship, but that's because Seth Rollins is a dangerous, dangerous person to wrestle with. But hey, that's just me. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> we'll move on to the next segment. Let's do it. The Elite are still on suspension from the incident at Fallout. Nothing seems intimate for their return. Dave Metzler also reported that the investigation is still ongoing and that there is potential for legal action and also an unknown element that could delay the return of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Of course, as far as we know, um, it seems pretty much that CM Punk is done with AEW, but we're kind of focusing more on the Elite and their potential return um, to AEW. Um, yeah, man, I, I think this whole debacle is just that, and, you know, they've got to keep them out of action until something is, uh, put on a definite, definite, you know, on what's going on with it, we gotta know exactly what's happening, so, I think that's the only reason why they're out, but, you know, as far as CM Punk goes, I give crap less. He mm-hmm. can go shit a brick somewhere. Absolutely. So, um, he ain't nothing but a drama queen. And and I, I kind of like what Kevin Kevin Nash had to say about him on his podcast. Because um, Kevin Nash wrestled all the way up into his 50s and whatnot. And here you got old Phil in his 40s acting like he's been wrestling forever when he was out of wrestling for how many years before he came back? What, 10? Almost 10? Yeah. So. 10 full years? I mean, for me, it's just like good riddance. <laughs> and uh, whatever happens with the Bucks and Omega, I hope that this 
whatever legal action is taken, it's done swiftly and it's done fairly because I really don't, I don't see, I don't see anything happening other than than CM Punk having another lawsuit on his hands. That's all. Right, absolutely. Uh, I find it interesting, though, where they have an unknown element. They're just kind of wondering what that's going to be. Yeah. I wonder if it has anything to do with the potential legal action that we can get. Yeah, you don't know know whether it's a a, a play or if it's actually something going on. It's just kind of all speculation right now, which, which... I mean, I, I, you, you see what what's stupid is when it comes to real life shit like that, then keep it all under wraps. But when you know, they when be, when wrestlers want to keep their lives private elsewhere, they they don't keep it private, or or they they tell them to keep it private when they shouldn't be keeping it private. It's just it's so weird the way they run shit nowadays. Right, it's crazy. So I just find that kind of interesting and just makes you wonder when we will possibly see the return of um, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. Uh, I just, it's, it's a sad situation that all this happened over because of, it sounded like originally it was a misunderstanding of how things were going down. But at the same time, as this unfolded, it makes you wonder, was it really though that much of a misunderstanding? Because it sounds like it was a very toxic situation in the locker room and behind the scenes, and you know, at the center of it, of course, is Sam Punk. Yeah, he's a drama queen, and uh, I think maybe the Bucks and Omega got high heads about it, and got irritated with him, and called him on his shit, and yeah, it just went from there. Absolutely. All right, so AEW did recently see the debut of Soraya. I said that right. Yes. <laughs> Thank God. If you follow WWE, Soraya is Paige, who has been out with a neck injury that some considered possibly career-ending. Uh, Soraya did have frustration with WWE Medical, not giving her the medical clearance she had hoped for, and thus um, she was no longer, um, once she was no un- longer under contract with WWE, would make the jump over to AEW. Cooper, your thoughts? I mean, we'll see what she does. I don't know what her wrestling capabilities are. Um, And from what I've heard, she hasn't even really been medically cleared to wrestle. So I don't know what type of capacity her contract is. So it's going to be very interesting interesting to see what happens with her. Um, I do like the fact that she came out and uh, she had her husband's music uh, from Falling in Reverse. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's cool to see her back, but it's like, are we going to see her wrestle? Or are we going to see, you know, anything of that capacity? And there's already a bunch of controversy that, uh, you know, she was never really a a true star. But I don't know about that, man. Paige is always, she always gets a big pop. And, you know, I, I think she was, she was the start of the women's re- revolution, to be honest. Oh yeah, so, I mean, I mean, you fans love her. You can say what you want, but that's just that's just haters that just are you know. I'm sorry, but you're old school wrestling fans, and even I'm sometimes like this. We pick apart way too much, <laughs> and then leave no room for fun with it. You know what I mean? So, and I think that's what a lot of people are doing with her. 
and we'll just see what happens with it. I'm, I'm excited to see her back, and, you know, they've got some new talent from, you know, from other places. They got Tony Storm now and stuff like that. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with, with these women. And uh, what I like about it is it's like there's so much young talent that it, it helps to have somebody like her in the locker room to help push them. Right. So to help show them the ropes, all that good stuff. And I know I say, you know, veteran in the locker room. She's she's still young, dude, but she's she's been at it since she was, what, 16? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's... And uh, my condolence <clears throat> to her and her family. Uh, her uncle passed away a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I guess he was doing a it was a charity boxing thing for for a kid with cancer and uh he was in the ring training with her brother and uh, ended up passing away mm. uh so yeah my condolences to her and her family and and uh yeah man it sucks yeah it does uh i think AEW was smart by getting her um whether she wrestles or not if she's on tv that's yeah. gonna be help Cause she's a fan favorite. She's been a fan favorite for a long time. Every time she comes out on stage in WWE, it was just boom. Yes, we get to see Paige. I, I love it because everybody was always trying to make her bad. Yeah, but she's just she's one of them type of people. That she's good at being bad, so everybody likes. All right. So and it didn't, and so it's just like man, just let her come. I mean, they tried the the. Uh, manager valet thing with her for a little bit and it was working for a while but then they just kind of pulled that from under the rug sent her back did that wwe um backstage thing that they had doing on fox yeah um and then they kind of ended up eventually removing her from that too and it was just like what in the heck are we got going on here well that, that's kind of why i like the way things are going now in wwe mm-hmm. Because a lot of people that weren't getting the push are now getting that push. Right. And uh, Triple H is trying to fix some wrongs. Yeah, it's too bad he didn't um, get, grab, grab her. Yeah. Maybe before she left, because that would have that would have been a big thing. Because, like I said, even if she wasn't cleared medically, just have her on TV. I mean, think about the think about the freaking the crap that Vince McMahon did while. Triple H was away for just that little bit of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's only away for, what was it, like three, four months? Something like that, yeah. Off creative. And they totally tanked it. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was absolutely unbelievable. So it it just sucks. You're right. It sucks to see her go over there. But, I mean, like I say, it, it gives younger talent over there, you know, a shot to be... You know, mentored by her, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe one day we'll see some of those people over in WWE, or they'll come back. Right. I mean, who knows? Triple H is well loved in the wrestling business, so maybe he'll be, you know, chummy chummy with them sooner or later. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll just go ahead and make that our transfer or uh, segue over to WWE. Let's do it. So the White Rabbit teasers have been rumored to be the return of Bray Wyatt. However, there have been reports lately that the original plan for the teasers were for Aleister Black, as we also know as Malachi Black. 
However, as we learn, Black is taking a sabbatical before moving forward with his wrestling career, leaving WWE to focus on Wyatt. Cooper, what are your thoughts about this interesting report of late? I mean, this this happens all the time, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, if one person's not going to get the get the uh, push with a character, somebody else will get it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what happened. I understand Aleister Black wanting to take a little bit of a break, a time for himself, a little bit of mental break, figure mm-hmm. out where he stands, what he wants to do. I mean, because we all need that, dude. We oh, all yeah. need to sometimes shut ourselves off from the world and just say, hey, you know, let's get real with ourselves and figure out what the hell it is we want. Because we're only here in this on this earth for a short period of time. Right. And if what he's doing is is no longer fun, you know, take a break from it. Come back to it when it is fun. When when you get that itch back, you know, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and maybe he's seen things going sour in AEW, so he's just like, I don't I don't feel like being a part of this. And the easiest way to do that is be like, Hey, I'm gonna start, take a step back from it all and I mean, just to sit back and kind of see what's going on with WWE too, kind of maybe weigh his options on where he wants to go. Right. We'll go for it. I mean, but as far as the White Rabbit thing, it, it could have went either way. You're right. It could have. And, uh, but I mean, Bray Wyatt, I mean, he's been training again. Um, I, I think he'll make, he'll make his appearance soon. And uh, we'll get him back. Yeah, sorry, I was distracted. I, I know something. you're not really you're not really all into uh, the whole Bray Wyatt thing. I get it, but I don't know. I just I just find this interesting how we're getting hopefully close to an answer about whether or not this is truly going to be Bray Wyatt coming back or what WWE is really doing with this. I just kind of find this little weird nugget that just comes out of nowhere and went. Well, it was possibly actually going to be Aleister Black. However, as we all know, though, if you paid attention to what we talked about from articles, he and what he's already admitted to, he's taking his leave um, to recalibrate is what he actually said. Yeah. I, I put a sabbatical. It's the same thing. Yeah. He's not going to wrestle, basically. He took his last wrestling match in that Pomona professional wrestling thing out in California, did his last match. He's going to take off however long he said. He said it could be a few months, could be a few weeks, could be maybe up to a whole year. just depends on, you know, you know, how long it takes him to finally figure out what he wants. Plus, I'm sure he'd also like to give his body a rest. He was dealing with some injuries before he left WWE. He got over to AEW, and it didn't take him long, and he got hurt again. Yeah. So it's understandable. He's probably going to also take as much time not only to get his mental focus back, but to get his physical focus back, get his health right, get his body right. And then he'll figure out what he wants to do from there. Um It'll be interesting to see. I think with Triple H back in front charge of creative, there's a good chance WWE could actually get him back if, depending on how his contract is actually set up with AEW right now. Yeah. Um, because there's conflicting reports that his contract is up with AEW because they released him, but he had a non-compete clause for a certain amount of time. Then there are reports is that they put their his contract on pause, not in the way WWE does it where it kind of screws you out of your of uh, getting out early because you know how they do if you're injured or how they were doing it. They could have changed that since Vince isn't there where you were injured. He could just add what you missed toward at the end of your contract to keep it going longer. I'm just saying though, um, 
you know, he could still technically be under contract with AEW and then they'll have to work it out later. But I'm just saying, a return to WWE is not a far-fetched thought as maybe one might have thought if Vince was still in charge. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And I think that uh, Triple H might give him the right push. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, though, because he's got a lot of guys coming up from NXT and now he's, he's pushing certain ones. Certain ones are still not really living up the potential yeah. and uh, but we'll see what happens well, I'm actually excited for Extreme Rules like you said because it's actually going to be Extreme Rules we do have, have we have a one Extreme Rules match but at least each match each match has, has, has something, something different yeah and it's it has a stipulation match we have yeah. a ladder match we have the strap match we yeah. have a fight pit match we have an old fashioned Donnybrook match it's right. like okay there you go, WWE, because we got saying, how can you have an Extreme Rules match and one match of the whole thing was Extreme Rules? It's like, what's the point in the rest of the pay-per-view then? It's like, you know, because we talked about that last year when Extreme Rules came around. We were like, why do you have one match that's considered Extreme Rules and then the rest of the pay-per-view is nothing? I'm a, we even said, do something. We said the same thing about TLC that one year. Yeah. When they did TLC, they did... One actual TLC match, but they didn't do a tables match. They didn't do a chairs match. They didn't do a ladder match. It's yeah. like, isn't that the point of TLC? You get one match that's all of them, a combination of the tables, ladders, and chairs. And then you have one specialty match that's chairs, one specialty that's table, one specialty or a couple specialties of each of those. And then you have like a street fight mixed in there. Something, yeah. you know, something different, dude. Like, I don't like, I didn't like the way creative was going with with uh, you know Vince mm-hmm. and I, I like how things are looking up now. Yeah, it's looking better and it's like there. At least Extreme Rules, every match is a stipulation and has a hint of extremeness to it. Yeah, whether you like it or not, a strap match is extreme. Whether you like it or not, a ladder match can also be very extreme, as we've seen with the Hardys. They can turn it into extreme without even really trying. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know you got this. Um, the Donnie Brook is basically a English street fight, so it's going to be more fun. It's going to be like, okay, this feels like an Extreme Rules pay-per-view with Extreme Rules. And then, of course, they do have the actual Extreme Rules match, which will be um, the SmackDown Winners title match, which I feel bad for Liv because I'm like, you just you went into an Extreme Rules match with Ronda? Really? Ronda? Yeah. yeah. Of all the women you can go all extreme with. But, you. I mean, this could be to her advantage. I think that's something is She better... I think it's the only thing that's going to save her ass. She better go crazy. Well, yeah, let's be honest. It's going to be the only thing that's going to save her is by using something... She's going to have to pull some tricks out that hack. She's just going to need to remember, though, that anything she does, Ronda will give her tenfold. Right. Because she's, I don't care what you say, that is the baddest woman on the planet. She's scary. She is, in a hot way, though. Anyways. But let's go back to what we were talking about, pushes, because we actually have a potential push on the way. Let's do it. Rumors are that with Triple H back in charge of creative, we could potentially see... Finn Balor back in major title contention. Of course, as we all know, Balor won the inaugural Universal Championship before having to vacate it due to the sol- sh- shoulder <laughs> shoulder injury during the cha- that he got during the championship match. Then, as we all remember, when he was healthy, he would get uh, one eventual shot at regaining the title, but it did not go the way anyone would hope for. So, Cooper, 
How about that news? Balor possibly back in major title contention. I mean, I really like what they're doing with Judgment Day right now. Mm-hmm. I, I almost didn't think I was going to like it. The edge was out of it. But you got to think about it, dude. It's like, you know, Finn Balor's been a part of the business for a very long time. And he, he's a good mentor to these younger talent. And, I mean, why not? He can go Demon King on it, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're bringing him back and telling him, hey, we're going to put you in title contention again, that that makes the Judgment Day way more relevant. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's just because we complained for how long that he never got a title a shot. shot. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, we're like, okay, we're going to give him one. But then it was against Bray Wyatt, and then they did that whole weird thing about it and had the... And I was just like, dude, what are you doing? Why are you wasting this opportunity to get Finn Balor a legitimate title? That's just like, like, dude, you just made him have a title match just to kind of get Bray Wyatt onto the next match. But the only thing I don't like, and I will say this, and they better do it after Roman drops the title. What? They better do it after oh, Roman after he... drops the title. Because... He's not going to win. It's not going to be completely fair if Roman doesn't drop that title because Roman's already going on that streak. And, yeah, dude, I I don't see Roman dropping the title before WrestleMania. True. But at the same time, though, can can you be okay with it if he wins as the Demon King? His Demon King persona. Yeah, I can see that. And not only that, but you got the Judgment Day versus the Bloodline. Yeah. Why not? Because it then will kind of help even it out a little bit. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Summon the Demon King. You can even do like a cool like ritual thing well, with Judgment Day. Not only that, but what's this weird thing with, with Dominic <laughs> and Rhea, dude? <laughs> and his poppy? It's so weird. Or his mammy? It's so weird, dude. I'm like, and what's this all over TikTok? People just talking about it. I'm like, what the hell, dude? It's fantastic. (laughs) I mean, come Uh, on. You can't tell me you wouldn't be intrigued if she wrapped her legs around your head one time. Just once. Just once, you know. (laughs) Whether it was for your pleasure or hers. Her pleasure, though, is sick and twisted. Yours is just like, fantasy <laughs> oh. never mind Let, let's just get off the subject but it's it's funny as hell yeah it is oh, it's okay. great. I mean just think about it though it's like Homer Simpson with the donuts oh. yeah well she's choking out and you're more like Bart Simpson being choked out by Homer <laughs> anyways so WWE could already be working on another squash match for Roman Reigns speaking of, of Roman This time at the Royal Rumble. Word is that WWE officials are pitching a title match to have Bad Bunny return at the Rumble to take on the head of the table, Roman Reigns. It definitely appears that WWE is planning on keeping the titles on Roman at least until WrestleMania as they wait on whether or not they can get the Rock versus Roman Reigns match they want for Mania. It just... I'm still irritated with it. Um, I don't like the fact that you're pitting him against guys that have had 
two wrestling matches, three mus- three wrestling matches, you know, on their on their docket or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it just don't seem right. Can we at least give credit to Bad Bunny as we've proclaimed? He at least looks like he wrestles. Yeah, Logan Paul didn't do too bad though, against the Miz. So. No, he didn't do I too mean, bad. But it's, but it's it's too soon, man. It's way too soon, and I don't know. He just doesn't. I don't look at him and think a WWE wrestler. I really don't. He's he's more about his social media. Yeah. And I just I don't get it, dude. But it is what it is. It brings money to the table, so. I mean, they just—they don't have anything until they know for sure, though, whether or not they're going to have Rock at WrestleMania because of his schedule of filming. If yeah, they but knew then that, what if they didn't have him? What are you going to who are you going to put him against? That's a very good question. Like, I don't who, know. What are you going to do if if the Rock decides not piss all that? I ain't doing it. Well, then hopefully you have freaking Strowman ready to go. That's who I have my change up for. Right. That's my that's my lefty out of the bullpen, baby. Oh, we can't get Rock? All right, go get me Strowman. Bring me Strowman. You're not going to like it. They'll probably put Bray out there. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that's when they'll bring Bray back and he'll be full on relevant. No, if Bray's coming back, he better be coming back at the Rumble because that's the only thing that makes sense. That's true. The lights go out and he just... He's in the ring. And then you're just like... everybody. And I'm just sitting there going, oh my God, why is he back? Why didn't he just go to AEW like a good boy? Because that would have been better for everybody. No, I'm just kidding. But that, I mean, that's going to be the plan, though. I mean, it's... Because that's what also is going to worry me, too, because whoever wins the Rumble, technically, at this point, would still have to face Roman, no matter what, because he's the undisputed WWE Universal Champion. So it's not like you can go... Well, we have you win the Rumble. You could potentially face Roman, but we might not need you to face Roman if we can get The Rock. Well, guess what? You might can't. So you can't go fight another champion though, because Roman's still the champion of both. Yeah, it's. I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's they better some point. Just let him drop one of the titles. I, I just don't like this whole. Let's pit him against freaking celebrities and social media influencers, and I was just like, dude. Come on, man. At some point, you're going to start calling him a paper champion. It's all for money because, like, honestly, think about it. You're not freaking putting him against anybody. But it keeps him with the title for a little bit longer. That's their point. They're just trying to get They're trying to get from here to WrestleMania. As a wrestling fan, it sucks because you know what people say and you know what the critics are going to say. And it's just, oh, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing it. I did see one fan's idea, though, to kind of split the title. And it gives somebody who I really don't care if he's champion again the title. Or one of the titles is pin put him in a ladder match, Roman, mm-hmm. against Seth Rollins. They both go up because you have the titles hanging off the hook, and they both come down simultaneously with one title each. And then you split the titles and leave it that way. And leave it that way. That way, whoever, if you can get the rock, you get the rock. If you can't, then Roman faces the... Because they'll obviously want to take on Roman because it's going to make more sense. Because fuck Seth Rollins. He's not WrestleMania main event material. What? Don't what me. What? He's not main event 
You are. He's not. You are. WrestleMania main event. You are retarded. I will no. say that. No. He's not WrestleMania main event. Roman is the WrestleMania main event. Whether it's The Rock or the Rumble winner. So, on you. Anyways, can we get done with this? Yes. This is just. Oh my god. <laughs> now you got me irritated. <laughs> yes, sir. That's how we're going to end the night. <laughs> I just pissed Cooper off because I said Seth Rollins isn't WrestleMania main event material, and he's not. So yeah. I think you're just pissed off he's with Becky. Shut up. He also ruined her career for for nine months. <laughs> oh, he's well. out here ruining everybody's careers. For nine months? She's a mom, dude. That's cool shit. <laughs> yeah, but it's with him. So? So nasty. Oh. Well, you obviously got pregnant, so obviously protection wasn't really... Well, anyway, shut up. Good God, dude. Get all these rants about shit. Oh, I got a big rant coming. Oh, I know. Everybody watch out. It's coming. And it's not football talk. It's not. We're going to we're going to we're going to skip right over Monday night football. <laughs> we're going to mention it and never talk of it again tomorrow. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we'll be back tomorrow with football talk. And then, of course, at some point we'll do sports talk because I know we're busy on Friday, so we might do it Saturday. Yep. Cool? Cool. All right, so I think that does it for us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and as always, keep Keep on on talking talking sports. Hey, everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk W I T Cooper the letter N Big Man and that's at Gmail dot com. Thank you for tuning in and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.